welcome everybody to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hey, hello, I welcome you to our today's episode on Heart Matters with Michael. Thank God it's Friday and it's another exciting time on your favorite program, Heart Matters with Michael. Your unique podcast with quality talk and an amazing music. A podcast where we dissect all of the issues concerning relationships and marriages. Where we talk point blank about matters that concerns the heart. You are sure going to pick actionated beat when you listen to Heart Matters with Michael. Special thanks to Apostle Kenneth Igwe, the admin of Wedding Bell on, the fa- on Facebook for his approval and the approval I get on his page every time. Thank you and God bless. Special thanks to Mr. Lekha Labi for always motivating and supporting and supporting me. You are appreciated. Special thanks also to all my followers on Relationships and Marriages pages on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you all and God bless. Today is the 15th day in the month of July, the year 2022, and this is the 30th episode of Season 3 of Heart Matters. And today we'll be discussing a new topic, coping with overbearing mother-in-laws. Coping with overbearing mother-in-laws. When you are partnered with another person, you have, to, you have no choice but to come, become a part of their family. And that means you have more than just a new relationship with them. You have their entire family to get to know and welcome as well. For some, this is a seamless and pleasant experience. For others, it is the start of a toxic and unhealthy relationship, like a dark cloud that follows their family for years. After things get serious and the honeymoon stage wears up, you may even notice you have a mother-in-law who isn't all that pleasant. You might even find yourself the lucky beneficiary of microaggression that turns into passive aggression until they metamorphose into full-blown aggression. Maybe she tells you the right way to fold the laundry or frequently stop by and unannounced. Perhaps she insisted she should be allowed in the delivery room or do one or two things for you that she feels you are not doing well. Maybe your mother-in-law shows signs of jealousy over your marriage or she begins to manipulate situation to cast you in a bad light. Whatever it is, these behaviors tend to pile up over time until they begin affecting your, affecting your mental and emotional health and well-being. It is no wonder so many are searching for advice on how to deal with one, or, I mean, one or two of their mother-in-laws. In, in fact, according to the latest search data available, toxic mother-in-laws is searched for nearly 3,000 times a month. So just remember that you have the right to eliminate any toxic behavior and toxic people from your life, no matter who they may be. Your mental health and well-being are paramount. Only that you must do that with wisdom and diplomacy. An overbearing mother-in-law can make family visits feel like you would rather have your neighbor be a a thorn on your flesh than endure another visit from her. So here are a few tips to help you by navigate this stony relationship and survive family get together and most importantly retain your sanity. 
One, talk it out with your mother-in-law. Talk it out with your mother-in-law. Now, let her know you realize your partner is a child and the transition isn't easy for her. Follow it up by being clear with examples of things you don't compromise on. Maybe you would like her to call before the, she comes over. You should be polite and diplomatic in passing across your message. You can use a statement like, Mama, if you have called, if you had called earlier to inform me of your coming, I would have prepared better for your visit. Now start by making it about you say, I would love to sit down with you and talk through something that has been bothering me lately. This will make it seem like you had you have a problem, not her, and will prevent a potential argument. If your mother-in-law is issue have to, I mean have to do with your culture or religion, do your best to keep your cool. You could say something like, I am respectful of your belief, and I think that is only fair if you respectful, if you are respectful of mine too. Perhaps you don't want her telling you, I mean to I mean how to raise your kids, or asking you why you don't prepare me in particular in a particular way for your partners each day. Chances are if you tell her in a nice calm way, she will stop. Maybe this is how her own mother-in-law treated her. Or maybe she has no idea it bothers you because you have never mentioned it before. It's also important to understand that parents can gaslight, I mean their own children and in-laws, without realizing they are doing it. That kind of behavior is not acceptable. Whether it is on purpose or not, call it out calmly and succinctly. Approach the conversation with clear example and why that behavior is toxic and unhealthy to you. So sometimes when you call them to attention, it's some issue. But whenever you're doing that, do it with respect and be diplomatic about it. Number two, plan an activity for your spouse and their mother. Plan an activity for your husband and their mother. Whether you are on her top or she is on yours, plan something fun for her and your partners to do without you. Maybe it's a lunch at their favorite restaurant or a trip to her favorite store and a movie. Whatever it may be, it is going to be a win for the for her because she gets to spend time with her child. And it will be a win for your partner, hopefully, because they will get to spend time with their mother without you threatening to chop their hair. I mean chop her chop their head off. And it will be really I mean, it will really be a nice thing for both of you. Number three, have your spouse set the boundaries. Have your spouse set the boundary. A friend of mine asked me, who is entitled to sit in the front of a car between a mother and a wife? From the question, you already know there is an overbearing mother-in-law. I told him the man should speak to his mother to take the back seat as it is made for owners and the special people. If she feels... Then, if she fails to, 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 to do that, then he should resign driving for his wife and his mom while he sits behind or he finds his way without them. Now, we often saw an episode, or I mean, we once saw an episode of, of a talk show during which the host was counseling a couple who was struggling with exact issue. The mother-in-law was overbearing and her son was, I mean, was having a hard time telling her to back off a bit when she came to visit. It was putting a huge wedge between him and his wife. Now the wife was staring to speak up to her mother-in-law and no one was happy. The host said it is really was the son's job to take care of any problem his wife was having with his mother-in-law as it would relieve a lot of the tension between everyone. That method may be hard for someone, I mean for some couples to navigate. They don't want to hurt their mother's feelings, nor do they want to hurt their spouse. But it made so much sense. 
if your mother-in-law is stepping over your boundaries. Chances are she might not listen to your cries for her for her to stop. However, she might listen if it's a child who say to her or who come to her for it. Now we'll continue from that. Let's take a musical break and when we come back, we'll go to other points on how to overcome overbearing mother-in-law. Don't go away, please stay tuned. We got more hits for you, so stay tuned.
Thank you for always tuning in. Here's another one of your favorite tunes. Stay stuck. Welcome back. We are still on Heart Matters with Shamaika, and we are talking ways on how to cope with overbearing mother-in-laws. We have talked about three ways, and we are on the fourth one. And this number four is go on a vacation. Go on a vacation. When you have an overbearing mother-in-law that you have spoken to several neighbors, pays deaf ears and she comes visiting unexpected. I suggest you and your partner go on a journey out of the house. You can go lodge in a hotel or somewhere you can stay for a while to reduce the number of days you will spend together. You will have to have to return to a place and the two parties won't have issue. I mean, we will have to resolve on having issues that cannot be settled. And with, with, I mean, when next she wants to pay a visit, she notify you to know your movement and by then you would have prepared for her troubles or to find a way out. Now number five, just let her do her thing. If you can stand it, just accept the fact that when she comes over, she's going to pick all things or question the way you do things. Realize she's there to see your partner and the grandkids and let them have their time and space so their relationship can blossom. In other words, suck it up and scream into your pillow every night to relieve the built-up anger and stress if you can do it without affecting the relationship between you and your spouse. Good luck. Number six, take off. You do, I mean, you do you. Get out of there and away from her. Do your own thing if that is the only way you can cope with having her around. Leave your partner and mother-in-law in the dust and have some fun by taking a spin around Target. Stunning your face with a fast food or going out with girlfriends. Sure, you may feel rude momentarily, but if she's in your home and being overbearing and you have discussed certain things and seen no change, giving yourself some space is no ruder than uh, her making you uncomfortable. Number seven, don't take anything she says or does personally. Don't take anything she says or does personally. If you are able to realize she is this way with more people than just you, it may stop, soften the blow. If you can, if you cannot take it personally and go about your business, maybe it will stop. Also, if you are able to accomplish this, you are a better person than us and deserve a damn trophy. Now, treat criticism like they are advice and reply softly. If your mother-in-law criticizes your style or belief, play her comments off like she is making a suggestion, not an objective comment. This will undermine your mother-in-law's comment by making them seem like they are entirely a matter of opinion. It will also relieve tension a little, a little bit by making it easier to move on in the conversation. I guess I will have to think about that. We ask, answer her such a way. I guess that I have to think about that. You can also say that's an interesting perspective, and I will see where you are coming from. I mean, I have seen where you are coming from. Let's make. I mean, let's me think about it. Are all these are good responses that will make it seems like there is nothing more to say. Number eight, vent to her other daughter-in-law. Vent to her other daughter-in-law. Maybe there is someone else out there who understands her, her mind, who understands her particularly, I mean, brands of criticism. 
and the two of you can go out a few times a year to bitch about it and share an ice cream, I mean, share ice cream, share things together and sit down side by side and talk about it. Now, if it takes, if it makes you feel better and less alone to vent, then that is the best medicine. When you talk about it with somebody, maybe another daughter-in-law, you hear that a perspective that will make you feel better that you are not all alone in it and you may even get a better idea on how to solve or go about it. Number nine, kill her with kindness. Kill her with kindness. When she does or says something that feels off-putting to you or makes you uncomfortable in your home or has, tell her how amazingly wonderful she is. Ask her how she knows so much and if she's ever made any mistake. But seriously, sometimes being the bigger person in a situation like this can go a long way because if your mother-in-law really is evil, she will want to get a rise out of you. Remaining sweet and calm will drive her crazier than any clever clap back. And if this is hard for you, cling to the idea of your spouse and how happy it will make them. You are not arguing. Okay, maybe that is really just sounds like sarcasm. If we are being honest, we wouldn't be able to do the kindest, the kindest things. Either. It is not in our overbearing mother-in-law handling wheelhouse. So number 10, try to look at the lighter side of things. Try to look at the lighter side of things. Sometimes you have to laugh to keep from crying, right? So when your mother-in-law is driving you up the wall, take a breather and read through some funny jokes about mother-in-laws. I've seen some mother-in-law, when, I've seen a situation where someone told, I mean, told me that uh, uh, my mother-in-law is an angel. And the other one says, oh, my is still alive. You see, that can be very funny. My mother is an angel, and the other one says, my is still alive. Meaning, the one that thought my mother, thought my mother, because she never believed any mother-in-law can be an angel. So she means, maybe the mother-in-law has died. And she says, oh, my is still alive. Because she never believed any mother-in-law can be an angel. Just, or can be nice, just the way our own mother-in-law is not nice. So just take your time, go through some funny jokes, some cracks, some funny jokes about mother-in-law, and see other people, I mean, comical perspective on the same situation, it will remind you you are not alone in your frustration. And sometimes you may even see that you have a better mother-in-law than you even thought of. Now, this is where we'll draw cutting on today's issue on coping on overbearing mother-in-law. I hope you get one or two things. And if you find this podcast interesting and educative, please connect with us and don't forget to send in your question and opinion to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram handle at shemike275. Keep a date with us next week, Friday, 8 p.m. Please, it will mean a great deal to us if you go to iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor to give us some rating. Also, share this podcast to friends and family. See you at the next episode. From me, it's a bye for now. Thank you and God bless. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.